Is it that time again? Is it that time again? Is it Thursday? Is it Thirsty Thursday or is it Thankful Thursday? It better not be Thirsty Thursday. I like a Thankful Thursday. I like a Thankful yeah. Thursday too. Yeah. That's what we're all about here. And uh, we're just loving life. We're smiling. We're in a great mood. You yeah. can tell we called each other to make sure we were wearing kind of matching outfits. 100%. Like, like color-wise. <laughs> You can tell we actually planned this. Like, oh, yeah, we know what we're doing. We are professional podcasters, and don't you forget it. It's already lost on them, Dave. It's lost. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Appreciate you being on Facebook and on LinkedIn and on YouTube. And, of course, if you are watching or listening to the replay on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hit that like button, share, and, of course, subscribe to my channel. So, yeah, we are super chill in the middle of December, and today is sunny and... Amazing. It's sunny and amazing. Sunny and amazing, amazing. in Chicago. It's, yeah. like, super wild that this is all even happening. Like, it kind of threw us off. Yeah. Like, we don't know what month it is even. It just seems weird, doesn't super it? Super true. Yeah, mm -hmm. we had a couple cold days, um, and this is for you all that don't live around here. We've had a couple cold days, but besides that, we're just like pretty mild so far. Yeah, pretty mild so far. So yeah, we talk a lot about the weather here in Chicago. If you're in San Diego, <laughs> you're not talking about the weather because it's the same all the every time. Every day. <laughs> you're just happy every day. You're just happy every day. I love it. So yeah, but wait for a few more people to get in here. Mary's been picking her quote to start off once we get to that point. Um, got a few book shares and I want to remind everybody to like, take out a notebook because this is really, really important, right? Sometimes we don't go back to, uh, watching or listening on a podcast sure. or you might be on a treadmill right now. I like to do dishes and do things around the house when I listen to these things, or you might be at work and there's a little tab open and nobody else knows that you're listening. The point is though, take out a notebook because the people who watch this show, we're growth-minded, we are self-aware, and we are doing our best to leave others better than we found them. So there's going to be a lot of takeaways in the show today, especially from Mary over here. Thank She's you. got not just a lot to say, but with intention. Mm -hmm. From the moment that I met this woman at, uh, and I will explain how I even met her, um, it was a total fluke, but it really wasn't. It really wasn't. It really, it wasn't. really wasn't. And it's that's true. the cool thing about it. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be living our power. And of course, we're going to live beyond default. So, all right. We got a few people. Uh, we got a few people on here. Shall we uh, start with the quote and formally begin the show? We shall start with the quote. <laughs> a clear vision backed by definite plans gives you a tremendous feeling of confidence and personal power. And on that note, welcome to this episode of Live Beyond Default Livestream. It's your weekly dose of personal growth. My name is Dave. This is episode 59. And this is Mary Lee Charty. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking about humility, trust, and confidence. We like to call it HTC. And Mary picked this topic for a very special reason, which you will find out. And of course, as always, You'll love the conversation, you'll love the collaboration, and you'll love the leadership takeaways that you get when you're watching or listening to Live Beyond Default live stream. And as we ask every single time, has your week been epic so far? <laughs> and if not, why? Now is the time to self-reflect. Now is the time to take responsibility for your week and the rest of your week because we're not going to blame interest rates. We're not going to blame politics. We're not going to blame our boss, our boyfriend, our girlfriend, our husband, our wife, our kids, the price of Bitcoin, which has been going up. We're not going to blame anything else. In fact, we don't even blame ourselves. We just take, we take responsibility, For sure. recognizing that everything that we have, we've brought into our lives and every day is a new day. So starting today, now, and for the rest of the week, we're going to show up at a higher level of consciousness. We're going to leave people better than we found them. Sure. And most importantly, we got to take care of ourselves first. Yeah. 
And Mary is a purveyor of that. She knows how to take care of herself first. And most importantly, then she shares her love and gifts with other people. So um, we always like to start off too with gratitude because time. as you know, gratitude is the key to happiness. So you want to start with your what, well, the three list, things? The list goes on. <laughs> I think the simplest the thing is just waking up in the morning and taking a deep breath and knowing that you have the opportunity to live another day. That's what I'm grateful for every time. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Mary's in the flow. <laughs> Life's the best, isn't it? Life it is. is the best. Yep. Okay. So something I'll say is that um, I thought about it recently that I was um, pretty self-aware of some things that was going on with my body. Like I was a little bit tired and I was a little bit worn out. I talked to you about this and a couple other people. It's because I've been working out like a beast for the last month. I've been eating a lot of protein. I've been doubling down on all my real estate activities and kind of wore me out. And there was one time like during the day, literally my body shut down at like 345 in the afternoon and I went to bed, right. went to bed at 4 PM and yeah, I didn't sleep the whole night and I got up a little bit and then I, and then I left, um, got up out of bed and then came back. But the point was like, I listened to my body and, and I appreciate knowing like where my limit is. Yeah. It's important. It's really Super important. important. Yeah. yeah. Setting those self boundaries. So let's throw it in the chat here. If you're just joining us, we're on live beyond default live stream episode number 59. And of course, put in the comments of what three things you are grateful for. Maybe it's a who, maybe it's a what, maybe it's a why. Can you think of anything else top of mind? Who, what, why? Yeah. For you. Oh my gosh. Cause you said waking up. What about I'm honestly, else? I'm grateful for sunshine and trees. I am grateful for food and a roof over my head. I am grateful for the beautiful people I meet every day in my life. Even just that little simple person at the grocery store who looks at you in the eyes and is like, hi, how are you? Have a great day. Like, doesn't that just make your heart melt? It's the best thing. It really is. Cause they don't have to do that. They don't have to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That person at the grocery store. Yeah. It's true. Like, I know we're like going through the roof here. I know. It's, so it's, like this, it's like, a weird high, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So um that's a good one. Like you never know what people's story is or what they've been through. And I think what you just said there about the person saying hi to you at the grocery store or you saying hi to somebody so simple at the grocery store, like literally it could be making somebody's day. Yeah. Making somebody's day, making somebody's week that you just acknowledge them, especially just, on a on a personal level, right? Not a digital level, no. Because because the likes, right? I love them. Throw up another couple of hearts. We love to see the hearts on YouTube and Facebook <laughs> and of course LinkedIn. But the idea is, it's not about the hearts and it's not about the likes, right? It's about really having human uh, connection, collaboration, and just right. being together. It is. That's really what it is. One thing in one little area affects everything everywhere else. And that's people, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah we're all connected. Thanks for that, yeah. Mayor. So let's see who we got join us. We got uh, Andrew saying, morning, Dave and Mary. This will be the last show of the year. Thank you for a great year. Really looking forward to today's show. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bill says, Princessa. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Bill. That's awesome. Tom is on here. Yeah. Third time seeing me this week. Yeah. Right. Um, Great local networking, he says. Jackie, good friends at work. My parents both being alive and Ooh. my spouse. Definitely good things to be grateful for. Jackie's amazing. I love that share, Jackie. Thank you so much for showing up. We got Mark saying, grateful to have a to-do list is I get to-do list. Waking up my wife every day and Aww. knowing that our children are doing good in their endeavors. Oh, Mark. I love that one. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. That's super cool. Stephanie says, good morning. And Dawn says, good morning. Thank you all for being here. And again, it's episode 55. Maybe you're listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. And if you're joining us live, I'm here with Mary. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Here Thanks. we are. <laughs> here we are doing our thing <laughs> that we love to do. And uh, looks like uh, Brandon's on says, good morning, Dave and Mary. Cool. So keep throwing what you're, what you're grateful for in there in the chat. And uh, one thing I wanted to mention, 
before we get to our topic, because you know we're so formal here, we have to follow a schedule. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so our next Break the Mold half-day personal and professional summit is going to be Friday, February 9th, 2024. Friday, February 9th, 2024, STD, save the date. You're or gonna, something else. Or something else. You just brought it out there. <laughs> right, which means wrap it up, okay? <laughs> Wrap it up because that helps with the STDs. Oh my God. So, um, yeah, Friday, February 9th, 2024. Oh Tickets will be on sale soon once Alan gives us the Eventbrite link. And we're looking for you, looking forward to you all being there in outside of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we're still working on the venue. It's like back and forth. Yeah. yeah. So, our topic for today is humility, trust, and confidence. And I'm going to start with asking Mary, why did you pick that as a topic? What What's so special about those three words and, and, and why? What's it, What are those words doing for you now? So I think humility allows us to let go of our ego and be in this, be in yourself where you're open to hearing and knowing and feeling and then from there, it goes into trusting a process, if you will, right? So you're open to whatever may come. You're trusting in the process of getting there and, and being supported, however that is. And okay. then from that trust, you go to this confidence phase of just knowing that everything is exactly as it's supposed to be in this moment in time. Not that things won't change, but when they do, then you humble yourself, you hear, you feel, you experience. Then you say, okay, now I have to get to the next step. That's going to be trusting the process from trusting the process goes to confidence in what's happening. So it's kind of like the system of how yeah. I kind of live my life. It's a system on how you live your life. So we're going to get shirts that say HTC, right? Yeah. I like it. Yes. And I didn't realize when you picked though this topic, mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was actually a system. Right? For me, it's a system. Yeah, mm -hmm. for you, yep. it's a system. Yeah. So I really like it. I, I love the start of it with humility. Yeah. Right? Because that is like embracing that and really diving into that. You talked about ego, yep. right? Ryan Holiday has this book here called Ego is the yeah. Enemy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know what you resist persists and enemy, like just it's a title. The point is like, right. he's a stoic guy. He, he teaches stoicism and um, this has a lot to do with what you're talking about, Totally. which is why um, I brought this. It's small chapters. It's really easy to read. Um, and it talks about really good things in here. So I highly recommend this book, Ego is the Enemy. Yeah. Yeah. So humility and trust. How, how do we build trust in ourselves? And then how do we build trust in others? So that's a great question. And I think it all boils down to this is trusting yourself and trusting others really comes from another source, right? However you see it, whether it's God, creator, source, tree, whatever that is for you. Okay. It means, so when you let go of that ego and you kind of step out of that box, right? Now you are really familiar with just having nothing and no attachments and you don't have those attachments. And all of a sudden you're thrown into a situation of, oh my gosh, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I live? What's going to happen? Yeah, it happens a lot. Right. And you just like, it's like just putting the key in the ignition and saying, okay, I got to start somewhere and I got to start something. Yeah. And what's that going to be? And maybe that's just literally stepping out of your house when you haven't done that in a long time. Mm. Or maybe that's going and meeting somebody you haven't seen in a long time or being uncomfortable and leaving familiarity. And you start to find that you are really okay. It's scary and scary things happen, but it's okay. And so as you're realizing it's okay, you're like, huh, I think I can do this. I can trust myself. Yeah. And without my ego, I can trust somebody else. There's that vulnerability, right? Yes, there yeah. is that vulnerability. Which is scary and a blessing. It's like a beautiful thing all at the same time. It's scary and a blessing. So what if I have, what if I'm afraid to put the key in the ignition? Right. You mentioned that. Yeah. You mentioned like, so we're talking about self-trust here yeah. um, and how we build that. And then we'll get to uh, trusted others too. Right. Yeah. But with that self-trust, like how do we put that key in the ignition if we're afraid to, or, or, or maybe we have imposter syndrome. Or maybe you start by just holding a key in your hand for five days until you actually get to the 
place you need to go to stick your key in the ignition. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it takes you a month. It's, there's no time limit here. It's just feeling into yourself to know that you can kind of start this process little by little, like a little, just like a little pebble that just grows or a little ripple in the water. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Tweet that social media, Sarah. I like that. <laughs> it's just putting the keys in your hand. Yeah. People have said before when they start to go to the gym or they get back to going to the gym, yeah. a lot of times it's just putting on the shoes That's it. and driving there. Yep. And they might even go there and not do anything. Right. But it's just like starting and getting into that pattern and that mindset. For sure. Yeah. And maybe even being humble enough to ask for help if you need it. Right? There's mental health professionals. There's mm. friends. There's family or any support system. Yeah. But it's just really being vulnerable enough to say, I need help, which I am not good at and have had to work on a lot. Which you're not good at. I am not good at asking for help. Asking all. for help. Yeah. Okay. So as entrepreneurs or as business owners, right? Yeah. Or as parents, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, that could be a big challenge for all of us for sure. is asking for help. And it's kind of funny because it might be how we're wired, some of us. It might be how we grew up. 100%. Right? Yeah. Um, we've talked about this so many times before that like, who are we trying to impress or be or get the approval of as we grow older yeah. based on teachers, bosses, and parents right. and relatives. Yeah. And it's like, well, whose life are we really living right. at that point? Yeah. We're not really living our lives. And you know a lot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And right. then the funny thing mm -hmm. is we're trying to live the lives or the expectations of other people. Right. When they're not living their lives because they're living somebody else's lives. Yep. So now it's just like, what are we even doing here? Yeah. But the point that I liked, um, I part the point that I liked that you said was um, putting the key in the ignition and, and, and reaching, you might have to ask for help and something with me. And I don't know if this is just how I was wired though. When, when there's a challenge that comes along or there's an opportunity, the first thing that I think of is who, and that's mm. me. I'm always like, who knows this better? Who can teach me a little bit? And then I'll add value to them. Or who do I have social capital with? Yeah. Right. That uh -huh. I could ask for help and they'd be more than willing to do that. And then I'll go do it. Or bottom line, man, it ain't just ain't going to happen. Like you need to find someone to do it and outsource it and pay them. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. Because that's their gift. That's their flow. Totally. And that's not mine. And that flow and gift costs money. And more often than not, people actually want to help you. They actually want to help they you. They actually want is that to amazing? do stuff, right? Well, human beings. We don't want to bother them, but they're like, oh no, this is great. Let me help you. This is great. And it's so true. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. I love that. So Brandon Cork says, good, mar good morning, oh. Mary and Dave. Looking forward to this. Love y'all. Dr. Michelle, so glad to see you bright and early. I'm grateful for Mary. We're all grateful for oh. Mary. And Nick says, humility should be the foundation of everything. Great oh. call out. Thank, Thank you, Nick, for saying Thank it. You, I Nick. love the profound comments that people uh, share with us, yeah. especially when we're live. It's super cool. So thank you. Right. You guys give us a ton of energy while we're here, if you couldn't tell. True story. Yeah. And I'm grateful for all of you. I mean, it's so great. Yeah. I know we're so lucky. Yes, we Aren't are we? lucky. We're really fortunate. Well, and and part of the luck is the prep. <clears throat> and I know this uh, it's it's prep meets opportunity. Well, it is though. Cuz when you're prepping every day behind the scenes, when you're doing things when other people can't see. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. What are yeah. you doing but behind closed doors? I can't I can tell you hundreds of incidences where I felt like effing off because I didn't feel like doing anything anymore, right? Or I feel like derping on YouTube. And even if it's like a personal development video, it doesn't matter. Because right. you could just be derping and scrolling on that stuff for hours. And it's like, oh, I'm getting stuff done. It's like, no, you're, you're using the personal development as a drug, dude, to feel good. And you're not getting shit done, right? But the point is, like, what are you doing behind closed doors? Yeah. And how is that going to affect those that are trusting you? And that you want to trust. So let's move to trusting others. Okay. Right? Like yeah. how how can others build trust in us? Or how can we build trust in those? How does that come the other way? I think that's a very complex. Yeah, right? it is complex. It is. It's really complex. And there's no simple answer to that. No. Because we do have to factor in where we've been in our past. 
Yes. Right. And and what affects us, right? Some people have an easier time being open and some people don't. Right. So I I personally live with the philosophy of every single person I meet, I trust right away until they prove otherwise. Every single person Mary meets. I know it's weird. She trusts until proven otherwise. Until proven otherwise. Now that doesn't mean, you know, like if there's some weird like a vibe. Yeah, if a there's bad a bad vibe. vibe, a negative vibe, I yeah. follow my gut and yeah. I'm not trusting that person. I want to make something clear. I'm very safe and try to make safe choices. Yes. Right. But to the person I don't know, if I'm meeting them through business or I'm meeting them, you know, through other people in a social environment, I really want to get to know that person and, and figure out, you know, from there where the trust is, right? Trust builds. Yeah. Trust but I'm builds. not going to shut you down immediately. I already am establishing this relationship of trust with you to get to know you better. So that all sounds great and wonderful, Mary. But, but every time uh, when I go out and do that, and I'm just role playing, right? Yeah, every uh, time I go out and do that, I get fucked because yeah, somebody screws happen. me over. Yeah, that happens to me too. And then, yeah. so what you're saying is it's better to open your heart and have it be hurt than never to open up your heart at all. 100%. I would 100% agree with that. And along with that, I like the process that you said about trusting your gut. Yeah. That gut. I don't even know if it's the second brain. I'm saying it's, it's like, like the, the first brain. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. It's like, beep, it just sends that signal right up there. She's the best. It's so true, though. <laughs> it's like the first brain, yeah. like the gut and the heart. Like, that's it, right? Live your power. Like, this is it right here. Yeah. This, oh, what? It's a mess. Right. <laughs> well, our brain processes, and I could be really wrong on these statistics, but our brain processes like 80,000 thoughts a minute. And out of that 80,000 thoughts a minute, like 95% of them are negative. Yes. So it, your brain is really trying to, yeah, when you're trying to process, you really are trying to process. You're trying to process. Yeah. It's keeping us safe, right? Mm -hmm. It's keeping us so we don't get eaten by the saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, it's a protective mechanism, which yes. is also great. You need that. It's great. Yeah. At this point, it's gotten to be still fed by many different things where it's not necessarily serving. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah. We know that when it comes to news, we know that when it comes to different, uh, we could just go down the list, right? It's like, it's like scarcity and then you're afraid of things. And then of course you're going to react to things. And that's, that's a whole nother topic, but building trust with others. So yeah, you're already showing up with an open heart. Yeah. You're following your gut. Yeah. And then how hard is it like somebody builds trust with you, let's say for years. Yeah. Excuse me. And then they mess up. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. How do you let them back in? Well, does it ruin everything? Like, isn't there that, isn't there that saying where it's like, it takes you five years to build up trust and then it takes you five minutes to lose it. So here's how does that, that go? Well, for me, this is how it is. Yeah. Is I really try to empathize with what the person, why we were in the situation to begin with and why that person may have disappointed me. Okay. Right? Like yeah. we're all human. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail. Oh, no. I'm and perfect. I make no mistakes. Bye, you perfect person. Goodbye. I make no mistakes. Nobody's got time for you anymore. <laughs> but it really does come down to understanding that we are all human and that we we really, I know you're being silly, but we really aren't made perfect. Right. Right. Oh, and, for sure. And so how can I sit here and judge you for disappointing me? Maybe I didn't know what you were going through at the time. Right. Probably Maybe not. there's 50,000 other things going on in your life that you didn't even share them with me. And I don't know. Mm. And so if I don't know, then I can't carry that. I always say like, Mary, think outside of your ego. Is your ego the one telling you not to listen and not to be trusting again, right? Because if it is, you have to let that go. Then we let that person in a little bit. Okay. And if the same things keep repeating, then we realize, okay, maybe this person isn't supposed to be in my life, but they were for a time and I'm grateful. Mm. And now it's time to step away from that. Mm. And I love that. Maybe this is the time to step away from it. Yeah. That person showed up uh, for a reason yeah. in my life. And putting ourselves in other people's shoes. That's it. Like it's so challenging to do that. Like we think we know what people are going through. And we have no damn idea. We don't Ever. even know what's going through with us. It's 
How do we know what anybody else? <laughs> it's so true. I mean, how do we know what other people are doing? We don't know what happened to them or what they're going through. And um, that doesn't mean that you have to approach or always think like, oh my gosh, um, I'm going to offend somebody or there's going to be, because that's, that's a, boy, that could be an hour show in itself. Sure, right? right. Yeah. Um, well, in a sense, it's like recognizing that, yes, having empathy for others. And it's not just putting yourself in their shoes. It's taking off your own socks before you do that. Right. I always like to think um, of you've got the golden rule, right? Treat others like you would want to be treated. treated. And then there is the platinum rule where the platinum rule is treat others like they want to be treated. Yes. Because maybe they want to be treated differently than you. Right. Yeah. 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 When I had um, a guest on that was um, disabled, I asked him uh, specifically about um, if someone wants to help you with something. Yeah. And he said, you just come up and ask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't like do it. No. You know, oh, let me get this. And he's like, no, can I help you with something? Yeah. And he say, yeah, you know what? Can you grab this or, or can you hold my arm here while I do this? Or no, I got it. But thank you. Yeah. Like just asking. But that is like treating them how or treating them people how they want to be treated. That's it. Ask, don't assume. Ask, don't. Ask, yes. don't assume. Tweet that social media, Sarah. There's another one. <laughs> Or is it X? <laughs> is it called an X now? I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of this. Twitter, shit, so Elon there you go. Musk. Oh, that's true. yeah. yeah. It's um, things change all the time. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So we're learning how to we're learning how um, to apply and to begin with humility. Yep. Right. The ego. Yep. And 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 recognizing that we're such a small speck in the world. We are such a small speck. And at the same time. Um, what we do affects other people, right? And yeah. it's not all about us. You might think it is, but it's not. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's true. It's not all about me. Do you want it to be all about you? Sometimes. Okay, it's all about you. Okay, cool. Right now, Thank it's you. all about you. Awesome. Love it. So it's not all about us. We know that. And now we get into the trust thing. I want to share one thing about trust that I found is really, really important. We talked about building trust with yourself. Yep. We talked about building trust and how we let others in. Yep. And, um, yeah, if somebody messes up, you don't have to throw them out the window because there's a difference between, it could be an isolated incident, right. Or it could be a pattern. Right. And once you start seeing that it's a pattern, that's when you say, okay, this just isn't for me anymore. Yeah. But I think it's also really important to walk away from that. And it's really, really hard for people to do, but to walk away without anger or resentment with them or yourself. Right. It's yeah. really letting it go and letting them go in a very peaceful, loving way. Peaceful, loving way. Yeah. So I've done that before where when I've meditated, I've imagined people, um, the pretty people in my life, like kind of floating around, like we're all floating in the air. And and some of the people I will um maybe like I'm part of like entangled in a situation with them. And I'll say like, thank you. I love you. And I'll picture myself like letting go of them yeah. in a way. Yeah. Right. Where, yeah. where maybe there's like, I'm in a net or something. Like I yeah. feel like, Oh no. And and it's coming from that place of love It is, yeah, and, and gratitude and really recognizing that. Yeah. You don't have to like poo poo on it and say it's bad. No. Um, Cause no, that's just coming from something uh, not very good from what's inside. Right. That's it. Once we're judgy of things outside of us, we're really upset about something that's going on in here. Um, and the self-trust that I wanted to bring up that really worked for me when it comes to self-trust is um, it's keeping the little promises to yourself. So think about that with self-trust. Like we have these goals and we have these big to-do lists. And all these things that we're going to do every single day, right? We have these huge, massive amount of things. And and think about it this way. Like, if you just put down, say, one or two things that are important the night before what you want to do the next day and get done. But even if they're small things, if you keep the promise and actually do it, you're building self-trust with yourself. For sure. Even if it's something like, I'm going to clean that cabinet. Yep. I'm going to pull everything out of the fridge, wipe it down, and then 
boom. Yep. Put everything back in. And then you feel so good. And then you feel so good with yourself. You feel so good. And think yeah. of how simple that is, right? That's a very easy way. That's a great takeaway to write down, right? Or if you're listening live or on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Wherever you are. Wherever you wherever are. You are. That's a good thing to mark down, right? Building self-trust is keeping small promises with yourself. Then you have data points, as I like to call them, of like, oh, I accomplished that. I said I was going to do that this week, and I did it on Tuesday. I said I was going to do that on Thursday. I did it on Thursday. Yep. Wow, that's good. I'm starting to build up. Hey, I'm actually like going for it, right? I'm actually showing myself that I could do these things, and then your confidence builds too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what about confidence? What about it? <sighs> can it, can it be learned? I think it can definitely be learned. Yeah, I yeah. do too. I think so for sure. I think that's really a lot of where it comes from, right? Like you're yeah. talking about cleaning that closet, wiping that fridge. I mean, it's so silly, but you're feeling good in that hour. You feel like you've accomplished something, right? And even if it only lasts for that hour, imagine when those hours build over time, how you feel and what that does, right? Yeah. So like people often say to me, you're so confident. You seem so confident. Yeah, you do. Okay. And that's so interesting because I don't see myself that way at all. And that's probably a sign of confidence. See, when somebody I think doesn't it's just that see I don't even think about it that way. Yeah. And right? I think that's a sign of it though. Hmm. It's because you don't even think of yourself like that because that might be egoic. So now you're not even thinking of yourself that way. That really is what shows that you're confident. Got it. Right. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of like that millionaire next door that doesn't have a bunch of fancy things, but he's got 10 million in the bank. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. not showing it off. It's or she's not showing it off. It's more like, hey, I got it's this. behind the scenes. It's behind the scenes. Mm. Um, and so how do you think like you've had a really cool life and I don't I've... even know like half of it. Right. Um, and we're going to dive into Mary's life right now because Whoa. meeting Mary I decided to go to a networking event for a local chamber, not the Schomburg Business Association, the big chamber I belong to, but my local chamber in Arlington Heights. And I hadn't been to an event yet. Right. And it was the it was an event that's at a coffee shop that I go to regularly. And full disclaimer, I hadn't been to one either. I didn't know that. Yeah. So now I see this event. I'm like, I got to go. I'm like, it's at the coffee shop I go to, right? So I go there. And there's some people, and I know a couple people from the neighborhood and other things. And um, and there's Mary. <laughs> uh oh. There's Mary. And I think it was one of those things from what I remember, you know, it's in the morning, right? Like I'm I'm high vibing it because morning's my jam. And I just remember somehow us walking up to each other. Well, we were kind of I this is my recollection. Okay. Is that we were I was in talking to somebody that I had met and you were talking to a few other people and we were trying to join, join the groups there and make introductions. And then somehow I was deviated and had to go somewhere else. And you just looked at me and you pointed at my face and you go, I'm not done talking with you. And I was like, okay. So I sought you out afterwards and I was like, okay, now we're going to talk. That and sounds like Dave. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, and that yeah. sounds like Mary. Yeah. So it was, um, it was a gut feeling. It was one of those things. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe I was attracted to that confidence that you had. Um, you weren't trying to like show off. You weren't, I don't even remember what it was, but it was more of a gut feeling, right? I was like, yeah, I just got to, I want to just talk to this person. Like she seems pretty cool and she seems normal in my world, right? Which is hard for me to find, but she seems normal in my world. And uh, she's one out of those 20 that's gonna, um, that I think is gonna understand and get me, right? And um, yeah. And I was, became fond of you within a minute. It was, so it was, was so quick. Done. And we just started talking about things. And it was like, oh my gosh, like, who is this person? So yeah, Mary, who is this person? Like, you talk about humility mm. and trust and confidence. And, and we could go back and say, well, I am the way I am today because this happened in my life. But maybe you want to share one or two experiences in your life that were profound, that were maybe shifts. And then tell us a little bit about like your entrepreneurial journey and, and just 
like how you're sharing your gifts with the world. So, um, I grew up in a, I grew up, I've had a very, very hard life. When people hear about my life, they look at me like I'm crazy and can't imagine that happened, but we'll dive into that some other time. Um, but I've had a very, very hard life, but through my hard life, it meant having to really focus on forgiving people and getting to know people because mm. I love getting to know people. Right. Yeah. And so what happened was, is I used to be a dancer and I wanted to go away to college and pursue a dance degree and be a professional dancer. And my mom was like, that's never going to happen. I'm not sending my 18 year old daughter off to New York with some professional dancer guy who was my mentor at the time, one of my mentors Yeah, and asked if my mother's permission for me to go. And she was like, Nope, I'm just, Nope. And that's a lot of fear. And I get it. No, no harm. Yeah. And my stepdad was like, you know, Mary, you're always fussing with people's hair. You're always fussing with your own hair. You're, you cut your friend's hair. Like maybe you should go to beauty school and then do whatever you want. Hmm. And I was like, Hmm, okay, maybe I should. Huh. Didn't have a ton of direction. And so I did thinking I was not going to like it and it was not going to be my career of a long time. And I was very mistaken because once I started to really meet with people and sit with people and hear mm. people's stories, like I still remember clients from 15 years ago, how they take their coffee, the names of their kids, how old their kids were and what their kids are doing. Right. Yeah. It's still in my brain. Yeah. Like I can't remember what I had for breakfast, but I remember that. Yeah. And so it just built this love of people and relationships for me. And so um, I was working for other people and it just wasn't working out. Not that they were negative bosses or anything like that. But I think my journey was just meant to be starting a space for me and other people to be able to excel, make money and be happy. Excel, make money, money and, and be, be happy. happy. Because in, our, in, the, in the world of being a hairstylist, um, it's a very tough business. It's a, it, it can be very, very cutthroat and there's very high burnout. Mm. Right. So I just wanted to give people a space where they weren't burning out. They could take days off and it would be okay. They could be happy. Okay. So let me ask you this. Yes. Did you hold a grudge or are you upset that you didn't go to dance school? And do you ever wonder what your life would be if you took that leap? I think when I was younger, I was kind of holding that in because I missed that part of my life a lot. The um, art of dancing. The art of dance, the physicality, mm, yep. the structure of my day, yeah. right? But I started to realize that maybe that was my purpose and I served it and I could still dance. Like I dance all the time. I dance around the house. I dance at the grocery store. I can't help it. It's just in me. Yeah. Right. So I don't yeah, get you to do dance a lot. I do. And I don't get, so I don't get to lose that side of me. Mm. But then I realized, you know, if this is what my next calling is, and when I was working with people, I thought this is where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Right. As a dancer, that wouldn't have happened. Okay. And that's when I started to realize the gifts that I had of really listening and, and really being engaged with people from yeah. my, really from my heart. On right? the chair. In the chair. It's almost like that chair mm -hmm. is like the the proverbial proverbial uh uh, psychologist's couch. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Because they're telling you everything. Everything. And everything. I, and I'm telling you, like, I went through situations where with people where, like, uh, I had a client come in who went through a horrible tragedy, and I was the first person he called. Wow. And he came to my shop and sat in my chair and proceeded to cry so badly that I had to carry him out and call, cancel my the rest of my clients for the day oh. so that I could get him in a better place. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so and like, that was almost like a calling in itself. That's just It's it. beyond the hair. Right. And they trusted me they trusted me with yeah that. they didn't trust anybody else initially i love that right so like you start to see where like i'm like why am i in this world what am i brought into this world for and it's like okay so i can have ears to listen to people and eyes to see the human and a voice to speak to them with kindness yeah. right and then a heart that just says you know what i love you and yeah. these are my gifts and this is all i can offer you it's yeah. not a lot but it's all i got it's a lot well, it's really a lot so. I mean, imagine that like you're, you're, you're the, the more important thing is the gift that you're sharing and the listening and the eyes and the ears, like you said, versus, oh, I'm going to lose out on some clients today or, oh, they're going to be mad at me or, oh, they're never, they're going to go to another hair salon. It's like, no, I got to cut out the rest of the, not cut out. I got to stop the rest of my appointments. That's right. Like, think about that. But like, if they needed it, they would have gotten it too. That is, that's like higher consciousness right there. That right there is live beyond default. What Mary just said there mm -hmm. is the definition of that right there. You just exemplified that. It wasn't about the business. Yeah. 
It was about. It's about the people. It's about the people. The business builds, but the people are what makes it. Oh, man. I love it. Keep going with your journey. Okay. So dancer, no. Yeah. I'm not sending you to dance school. Correct. Mary, you're always fiddling with your hair. Why don't you go <laughs> cut people's hair? Correct. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Now you're now you realize the connection so much that 15 years ago you can pull out Jeremiah yeah. and remember what kind of coffee he drinks. Yep. Very good. Yeah. So now how does this journey grow and start to more align with you? And was there a shift in that then that maybe there was a changed? shift and it was okay. unexpected change, right? Okay. So I was uh I owned a hair salon for 17 years. You owned a hair salon for 17 years. It was, and yours. was in the business for 25 years. Yes, it was mine, only mine. That's for it. 17 years. I mean, yeah. that's it right there. You were in it. Yes, I was in it. Awesome. Very invested in, in it. And then um, at the 15 year mark, I kind of started to become tired. And that was around the COVID time. And I was thinking you started of becoming tired. tired of just owning the salon. I was like, I think my purpose here is starting to phase out. Okay. Okay. And the reason I was feeling that is because there were all of these shifts happening in my life. I went through a very traumatic divorce. Um, okay. And I was also at the time my uh, ex-husband was going through a mental crisis, which is unfortunate. And then my father-in-law at the time was dying and I was helping take care of both of them and going back and forth. And my ex-husband did a lot for his dad. I want to make that clear. But okay, um, there was just a lot of this stuff evolving around me. And I was like, I can't give 15 hours a day or 17 hours a day to a business or thinking about a business anymore when I have all of these other things in my life and other things I want to pursue, mm. right? I'd like to go to school. I like to learn. I got a real estate license 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, I started going through um, Reiki practitioner training so I could be a Reiki healer. When I work on people at the salon, it was very easy if they were having pain to help heal their bodies that way. Okay. And I was like, I've always been practicing yoga for 30 years. Now I want to be a yoga instructor. So mm. all of these things kept coming at me. And I think yoga helped me through my time of transition through divorce. Okay. And, and I had two beautiful stepchildren in my life at the time and losing them in the divorce. And so all of these, this, this culmination of things just kind of erupted and then COVID happened. So it was already erupting. It was already erupting big before time. Before March, 2020. Right. It was okay. erupting from 2018 through 2019. Mm. Then March, 2020 happens and my lease was up. And I, for the salon, and I was like, well, this could be my exit. Really, I can. Yeah. I said, but how can I, I don't know what's going to happen and I can't leave everybody else high and dry. I mean, my former, the people who worked for me don't even know that this was happening. Behind the scenes Correct. in your life. That's right. Yeah. They thought I had signed the lease prior to that because I was negotiating. Yes. But it wasn't actually signed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I had no choice. I, I felt like I had no choice. And I said, I have to stick this out for another few years. Okay. I'm signing this lease. I did not get a break on my rent at that time. It was just going through. Um, and then what was it? 2021, I was diagnosed with a very rare condition where my body developed 20 tumors on my right hip bone. 20 tumors and on I, your right hip bone. Correct. I was basically immobile in extreme pain. I went from teaching yoga, working out seven days a week, practicing yoga two hours a day, running three miles a day to absolutely barely any activity yeah. and literally being homebound and could have been very depressed. Right. Yeah. But all of the other things I had done, the yoga, the meditation helped me process what was happening and try to keep a positive attitude about it. And where does humility play a role in that? Humility plays a role in all of it because I am constantly humbled in life. Period. The end. We all are. I love it. So keep going. So I go from, this diagnosis and having to have surgery to then. So I was really out of work. Like I was working, but barely still hair, still hair. And you still have the lease. Right. And, and I'm this is 2021. This is 2021. Okay. And I'm trying to get through, you know, a four hour work day when I used to be able to work 10 or 15 and I can't even get through a four hour work day. So then I had gotten COVID in 2021 and it all went to my hip. Like the pain was insurmountable. And I thought, Oh no, my tumors are back. It can recur. And so my tumors came back. So my tumors come back and I'm like, okay, now what am I going to do? Okay. And we got confirmation of the tumors coming back in 2022. 
and I had to have surgery again. And I just met with everybody I worked with. And I said, you guys, this is a really tough, tough moment here. And we got to talk about this, but there is no way I can keep doing this because this condition is recurring and I can't not be here for six months at a time. And I don't know what's going to happen. Will I lose my leg eventually? What's going to happen to me? Yeah. So, um, so I bowed out, uh, I thought, I thought kind of gracefully, I hoped anyway, um, and disappointed people, of course. And I, you know, disappointed people, how, like you're talking about your coworkers or client, clients, I'm all of it, all of it. Yeah. All of it. So you, know? you disappointed people because you weren't there for them anymore. Yeah, like and they were upset that I wasn't, couldn't do hair anymore. Like there was just a lot, there was a yeah. lot with that. And I understand it. You know, I did Maybe it in a month they... period of time. Okay. I don't think that they felt like it was enough time. I was trying to give everybody time, but it, Things just happen the way they happen and you have to roll with it. So through that adaptation, I have a second surgery. Um, I had my second surgery this year, April of 23. Mm -hmm. And while I was sitting and recovering, my mom was staying with me. God bless her and helping me. I heard this voice because I was quiet. I didn't have work distractions. I didn't have anything else going on. I literally had to sit and heal my body. And yeah. I knew what I needed to do to heal that. Okay. My mom prepared special foods for me. I told her we have to be very stringent about this. I want to be up and moving fast. This cannot get me down. This surgery was worse than the other. Longer, more tumors this time. Just the doctors were like, we can't even believe what we're seeing, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting at home in this recovery process saying, this is not going to happen to me again. This is bullshit. I'm not going through this again. Yeah. And I heard this voice that said, it's time for something greater. Leave everything behind and start new. And that meant every attachment. So you sold my place for me, thankfully. And then from the selling of my place, I got rid of almost every single thing I owned. Yeah, all your stuff. And then I heard a voice that said, get in the car and go to North Carolina. The call, you'll you'll be able to sit in your own trauma. You'll be able to sit in peace. You're just, this is going to be the next step of the healing that you need. And then when you come back, you're going to know exactly what to do. And that's exactly what happened. How do you share with others? How do you encourage others and share with them how important it is to sit in your trauma? So I tell people all the time, you know, resistance is only going to build more trauma. So, if And what's a form of resistance of trauma? Name three of them. What could it be? I know what it was for me. I think it's, I, I don't even know if I can name three. I think it's a lot of things. Yeah. I think it's just a lot of things. For me, it was partying all the time. Yeah. There's yeah. substance abuse. There's, um, you know, there's not feeling like you belong in this world. There's um, making bad choices, whatever, whatever those choices are. Right. But we're human and we're going through it at the time. Yeah. I don't want to shame anybody because there's no shame. No shame. No shame. We not all here. go through it on their journey and we all emerge the way we emerge. Yep. But for me, like I, you know, people think I went to North Carolina for this big vacation or that I was having a midlife crisis. Vacation. Yeah. People were like vacation, midlife crisis. People were saying all the time, <gasps> people were like, Mary, I'm, they were, I was getting text messages. You know, you must be really unhappy and I hope you find your happiness. Oh on my. This journey. And I was like, shit, I'm so happy. You all have no yeah. idea. This is just going to be the icing yeah. on the cake, but it's going to be really hard. And I remember there was one week of time where I never slept because I was having these horrible nightmares of traumas from my past. It was just like mm. coming at me, this continuous cycle. Mm. But when I woke up each morning, there was a little bit of me that would cry, that would emote, that would write, not even journal. Like I wasn't even journaling. I was just writing. I don't even know what I was writing. Mm -hmm. But letting all of that go, sitting in it and allowing myself to feel in all of that. Yeah. Left me with this un insurmountable amount like this. How do I say this? This is what I wish for everybody is if somebody took this big, comforting, warm blanket that mm -hmm. just lit up your world and that blanket was peace. That's what I've come back with. Yeah. And I needed to do that. I needed to do that for my physic physical health. Yeah. And I needed to do it so that with the next process of my life, which I'm, you know, starting another business, right? Yep. Soul purpose yoga. But my sole purpose, I believe, is to help heal hearts. Mm. Give people the tools to help heal hearts. I can't do it for you but I can give you those tools. 
And so I'm working on a grief uh, yoga program mm -hmm. that is, I mean, it's a very big undertaking and a lot of planning. It's not going to be like anything anybody's experienced. Yeah. I've done a lot of research. It's not just a bunch of chaturangas, huh? Damn it, those chaturangas. I love those. But no, it's not chaturangas or downward dogs. It's it's going to be giving people the tools and a safe space to sit in their grief with help. So to that they sit, sit in, in their, their grief, grief with help. And when you sat in your grief, was there you, you was there any time that you just wanted to give up and say like, you know what? Oh, there were it's times not going away, right? Because because you we know you're not on this. Well, I knew you're not on this vacation, and that's kind of funny too. Like, oh, midlife crisis vacation. Like you think about that, like that's kind of default, yeah. right? That's yeah. like the default thing to go to. It's like judging, and it wasn't anything yeah, no, it bad wasn't that anything people bad. were saying. No, 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 no. That's no, not no, the no, point. No. But it's right. like think about it's mm -hmm. not the person, it's the process. So right. think about that. It's right, like, right. Oh yeah, midlife crisis. That's that's so like. And what is that for? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Am I midlife? I don't know. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So did you ever want to give up? No, I wanted to fight harder. Fight harder. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not in a resistance way. Not yet. No. Like in, I'm, in a pulling I'm damn way. determined. Like a, That's right. You have a calling. Yep. Yep. And you said heal hearts. What? What was the H's you said? You said something with healing hearts. Help heal hearts. Yeah. That's what you said. Yeah. I remember that because it was like a three H thing, right? Okay. I'm thinking. I like, know that's how your brain process. <laughs> Like, I don't oh, remember what I said cool. five minutes ago, but, but you're on the three H's. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and I like that, right? Like help healing hearts and of doing it through yoga and, and, and sitting in the trauma or the bad feelings, yep. right? Something that's really challenging right now is we have no opportunity to be bored. And what I mean by that is oh. when we were kids, in an analog world, when a lot of us watching this, not all of us, let's just say half and half, there was an analog world, excuse me. And in this analog world, you had time and the opportunity to sit. Mm -hmm. You had the time and opportunity to be bored. Yep. You had the time and opportunity to have quiet. Yep. That's not there now. You have to intentionally. Oh, I would turn off my phone for hours. Yeah. You have mm -hmm. to intentionally make that yeah. decision. Yeah. Airplane mode, shutting down the computer, um, not talking to people, you, you, you getting off social media. Like you literally have to be intentional and go that way yeah. on a daily basis. We just don't have the opportunity to do that anymore. And when we do feel bad, my friend Andrew Huberman talks about this all the time, right? The Huberman lab he talks about this all the time. It's that short term dopamine hit that's killing us. Yeah. Because we're always yep. going for that, that instant gratification, yeah. that fix, that fix, that fix. That's it. Which also would explain a lot of the addictive mentality, mm. right? So you can identify for sure with that, right? Yeah. So yeah. And and with my addictive mentality, like in the beginning it was pretty chill because it was still analog. Yeah. Now you get into this analog world and everything changes and it's like, wow, now everything's available. Yeah. And even today it's like, there is just, and it's okay. We're not throwing a stone at it. We're not no. getting angry at anybody. No, no, no. We're just no. recognizing that, Hey, we all have these challenges, but I love the fact that you recognize like, Hey, I'm just going to go sit in this. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go be me. And then you realize like, no, you don't want to give up because you're being pulled by a higher calling. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That higher calling. I think I felt that higher calling the first time I met you. Really? And yeah. And that's probably why I was attracted to you and I wanted to go up to you because um I think people see me a lot of times as kind of an extrovert because I'm just like talking to all me these people. Too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Where maybe it came from because I grew up as an only child for the first 11 years of my life. And my dad always worked. So I was always going out to like find people. Yeah. And then as um, I'm on my nine year of being mindful, right? I decided to uh, stop drinking for 30 days, November, Thanksgiving weekend, 2014. And it's been nine years. Yeah. And and one of, my, one of my reflections on that is like, instead of having to go out and like find people, um, I'm more attracting and understanding like, Hey, if I can add value 
or, or bring the joy with people. Great. If not, like I'm not going to force it and I would rather just feel it. Yeah. Right. And not like have to do it or use it as a task. Um, so I think that's something I, I felt in you the first time I met you mm. was that you already had that higher calling, Thank whatever you. it was, but there was yeah. something that you were connected with that was like bigger than whatever we were doing at that networking event. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it was yeah. just beyond that. Thanks. So Mary, you're not going to dance school. You're cutting hair. Starting in 2018, all these things start happening. Right. One of them being a physicality like yeah. that maybe doesn't have a name or nobody's ever heard of it or nobody's whatever. Nobody's heard of it. Less than 1% of the population has it. So less than 1%. Do you think because of the way that you are, I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> the, the way that we attract things or not, I don't even have to say that. Right. Cause it's you and I talking. Yeah, I get it. Do you think that there was something or somehow in a way that you attracted that to happen to you? I, I well, number physical one, part. so in Eastern medicine, your hips, and I tell my yoga students this all the time, your hips store your emotions. So when you have a lot of trauma, you know, maybe there's fear of moving forward. There's things pushed so far back in our brains that yeah. we don't even know what those things are. Yeah. Really. I mean, it was it, hard for me to ask you that question. No, Could you tell? I, yeah. I was like, no, I appreciate that because you no. know, there is. So do you think you're the cause of it. It was like, how do right. I say well, this? There's a right? lot of factors. There's yeah. environmental factors. Of course. Right? Yeah. There's the emotional traumas of life. Yeah. Um, and even change, even if it's good change. Even when we're going through, anybody who's going through the process of change, yes. whether you want it or not, your life is still moving in a different direction or whatever's happening. And that isn't always easy to swallow even when you want it, right? So like, I think even though I, I enjoy change and I enjoy life and I enjoy people, I know that whatever I do, my actions are going to affect somebody else too. Yes. And so I think for me, changing my life, is hard for me sometimes because I know the people around me, their life is going to change as well. When you're changing your life, that's it's right. It's going to affect it's a lot of people. Affect everybody. Yes. And the thing is, is they have to process that on their own, right? Yep. But there's still that little bit of you that carries all these things in our bodies all over, like gut. You know, um, sometimes women, you know, maternal maternal issues and things that are going on, and and that manifests in our bodies too. I mean, there's yeah. just so much. Yeah, right? we're really human and we can only do so much. Yeah. And so there are those things that you just store willingly or unwillingly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they rear their ugly head and they say, I need your attention. Hello, I'm knocking on the door. Yeah. Pay attention to me. Yeah. Pain is telling you what the hell is going on. Yeah. You can't ignore it. And I was having pain profound pain for the better part of a year. And I thought it was just stress, mm. stress from owning the business during COVID stress from all of these things. Like if it's just stress, it's just stress, it's just stress until finally my body passed out, literally just collapsed. And I had to call an ambulance. Okay. And I couldn't walk. I thought I was having a stroke. Okay. And then I was like, Oh shit, this is actually really bad. Yeah. Right. And, and so it still took them three months to find the tumors. Yeah. Because it was during COVID times and they couldn't do the necessary testing at the hospitals. I had to wait. Yeah. And so now the pain is getting worse. I can't move anymore. And I'm going, what's going on? What's yeah. wrong with me? Yeah. Hell, and, and you guys figure stuff out all the time. Figure it out. That's just it. Right. Right. And then this doctor gives you a diagnosis and he said, you know, oftentimes they're benign. So that's really great. But we still have to run pathology and we still have to make sure that, you know, there, there isn't anything cancerous going on here. And, you know, you leave a doctor's office when he's like, I'm referring you to an orthopedic oncologist. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen? Well, you heard that word oncology. Right. And you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. And tumors right away. Yeah. Yeah. So through life changes. Yeah. You know, we learn, we learn, we learn. It's always an opportunity for growth. It's always an opportunity for growth. It's always a test. Always a test. This week, there was like three, It's and it's not about me, but I can think of three things top too. of mind. We're together in this. It is about you. Oh, that's right. It is all about <laughs> me. Let's remember that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, there were like multiple tests this week that like came up where I had opportunities. I've shared with you like yep. later on in yep. the week and that I, were, that I was excited about. And you know what happened? 
boom, you're not going to go do that now. Boom, we're going to hit you with this. And it's like, wow, I had opportunities and they're gone. And I was thinking about that. And it's like the frame, right? How do we... This is a book I highly recommend. It's called Be Your Future Self Now by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Mm -hmm. It re He's just good. And he was recently yeah. on the Ed Milet show mm -hmm. um, where they talk. And it was just like us, right? Like, get out your notebook. We're talking. You're going to be writing things down, right? You're going to learn a lot from here because we know the people that listen to this show, growth-minded, self-reflective, and leaving the vibe better than you found it. That's what we're all about here. But hearing... Benjamin Hardy on the Ed Milet show yeah. was like, kind of like how we started. It just all of a sudden just boom and got to a higher level. But um, it makes me think about Dr. Benjamin Hardy always talks about framing and reframing. And like, instead of the old adage saying that, okay, your past defines who you are today and where you're going to go. They say, well, no. It's actually your present defines what your past was because you're framing things now that happened yeah. in your past. And then therefore you are going to be your future self now by going through that process. Yeah. And it's like, how do you frame the trauma? The no, you can't go to dance school. Uh, F you, Mary, we're going to give you tumors and mess up your hip. Whoever we is, right? Mm -hmm. How do you now, Mary, I've been your, you've been cutting my hair for all these years. I deserve better. Why are you leaving? You're letting me down now. I'm your customer. I've been your loyal client. And now you're leaving me high and dry. How do you reframe these massive, massive, important parts in your life? How do you reframe them? and align them with your gifts and what you're going to get to the world. I thank them. Every single part of it. I looked at every tumor and I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Doctors. Thank you. Trauma. Thank you. Wow. It's not easy. It's really not easy. It's not supposed to be, but I am so grateful. You did it. I'm so grateful. <laughs> Thank you. I get a big hug too. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. And that's an inspiration to us all, right? Things are going to happen. We're going to get effed over at times. Yeah. We're going to feel like the world's against us, right? And we know that's coming from a place of low energy and scarcity, but it doesn't mean it, it doesn't hurt. So we've learned sitting in that trauma, sitting in that bad feeling, it's okay. I didn't do it for years. The last nine years, I've done it. Look how good I turned out, huh? You have turned out great. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. You probably wouldn't have liked me before. I still I wasn't think I would mean, have liked you because yeah. I still love people. I wasn't a mean guy, right? But it was just like you I was kind of train wrecky. Yeah, well, one time I said to you, I would have loved to have seen you <laughs> high and drunk. <laughs> I think it would have been I mean, awesome. I mean, but, I was uh, more fun, right? But it was like you... I, I think what it was, if you cared about me, you would have felt bad. Yeah. And that's what a lot of my friends yeah. at the time, which most of them I don't hang out with now, but there's like a couple of them. And then my family members, like they felt bad for me because yeah. they'd see me. They're like, this isn't Dave. Right. Like something's going on. We know there's a better Dave. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sharing that, Mary, was really, really inspirational. Um, you, you talked a lot about your life. You talked about humility, trust, and confidence. Like we have major takeaways in this show today and hey. stuff that we can apply like right away. Right. And, 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 and going out the rest of the day today, like, let's remember that. Let's remember that people all have a story and we don't know what it is. That's right. We don't know what they've been through. And, and maybe these challenges, maybe these FUs that come to us when we're just about to like level up or do something is actually the test to see if we're ready for that next step. Yeah. If we're ready to be our future self, right? Yeah. If we're ready to live beyond default. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So can we do a little yoga blessing before we go? Is it time to go? I don't Perfect. know what we're, we're your, an hour in. Want to put your hands to your heart? Yeah. Let's tell me how to do it. And I'm just going to, this is for everybody. This is Wonderful. what I say at the end of every class. I love it. May you be well. 
may you be happy, may you abide in peace, and may you be deeply rooted in love. Mm. Thank you, Mary. And remember to text somebody today, I'm thinking about you. Yep. Thank you for watching episode 59 of Live Beyond Default live stream. We are so grateful that you were a part of this. Leave some comments for us. Share this episode if you think it's going to touch somebody's heart. And of course, hit that like button. We want to get some more subscribers so we could spread the love, share the love, and raise the level of all of us together. And we're going to grow together. And of course, until next time, make it a great week. That's his heart right there. That's his heart. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you again soon. Thanks, Jennifer, for showing up. Don Black, we appreciate you too. Christian Skywalker, thank you so much for being on here. And lastly, uh, Mary, I do the same thing. I give each person an opportunity to discredit themselves. I give with limits initially. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. And I didn't see that before. So yeah. Yeah, that's we'll just, super great. We'll throw that in there with the comments. So thank you yeah, so much. Thanks. Thank you. You're awesome. I appreciate you. Yeah. And this time, thanks. Thank you. All right, guys and gals, we'll see you soon. Enjoy your holidays. I'll be on again in a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, we thank you all for being here. Share the love. Make it a great week. We'll talk soon.